This is the Average Guy Network, and you have found Home Gadget Geek show number 399, recorded on April 25th, 2019. Here on Home Gadget Geeks, we cover all the favorite tech gadgets and find more news reviews, product updates, and conversation all through the Average Tech Guy. I'm your host, Jim Carlson, broadcasting live from the AverageGuy.tv studios here in a beautiful Bellevue, Nebraska. Mike, you're not that far away. I, we've had a run of weather. This is the best part of living in Nebraska, right? You're kind of proud of Nebraska at this point? You get two weeks <laughs> to be proud of Nebraska weather, and we are right in the heart of it. You get nice 65, no humidity, maybe a little wind. It's just, it's absolutely perfect. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's kind of what we live for here in Nebraska. It is. And then- the only downside, though, is the allergies. My allergies have been, you can probably hear it tonight. I'm still just like, man, I cannot kick these allergies. So sadly, those two weeks, most of the time they coincide with you know the spring because we don't have much of a spring here. We kind of do a little bit of a accelerated spring right to summer. So it kind of flows in. But other than that, man, the weather's been, my kids have been, we have been outside every single night just playing in the yard and having a blast it's it's yeah you're right it's the one time you're happy uh for nebraska no, weather like i made the right decision and then the weather gets worse and it gets hot and sticky and buggy yeah. we do call it bugaha of course we post the show with roll class show notes this is 399 so home uh, the average guy.tv slash 399 we'll get you to the show notes you might want to head out there there'll be quite a few unlike last week there'll be there'll be quite a few uh this week so head out to the average guy.tv slash uh, HGG, sorry, HGG399 if you want to get to the show notes. Don't forget, you can also listen live on our mobile app. Probably the best way to do it when you're on the road, stream it if you can't make a Thursday. I remember in the old days, I traveled a lot. Uh, oh, I don't know, five or six years ago, I was traveling a lot. I get in an airport, I would try to listen to a show, almost impossible to listen to it on a mobile device. We've made that easy available for you, homegadgetgeeks.com download it android iphone you can listen on the road really good we want to thank our patreon subscribers for doing that for us they help me pay for it each and every year and i don't know we've been had three or four years now so we appreciate you guys HomeGadgetGeeks.com. don't forget we got a lot of great conversations going on in the discord group now you can head over to the average guy.tv slash discord that'll get you there as well and i fixed all the permissions thank you to everyone who is helping me out with that i didn't realize jim when we set this up that there's a lot of default they couldn't add pictures they couldn't react with like thumbs up or things like that to people's comments so i think we got it all figured out so now everyone should have the ability to do everything gotta love new uh New systems to get up and new running. Discord, new Discord now, servers. Yeah, post yeah. to your heart's content pictures and right. just don't go too out of control. Just right? be appropriate. Just <laughs> yep. be appropriate. Let's keep it. Uh, let's keep it that way. I did see Mike created a fitness. We're going to talk about this in a little bit. We might have a community fitness tracker. So hang tight. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. Big thanks, Tony Rayner, for joining us. Patrick Stewart from Hubitat joining us last week. Very popular show. Got a lot of feedback on it. If you want to send me feedback on any of the shows you listen to, Jim at the Average Guy. TV will get you there. Appreciate your feedback. It's always nice. Mike, they tend they tell me lately, this is what I've been getting the feedback on. They really love it when we have guests who come on who actually know what they're talking about. Not like you and me. <laughs> Dang, they're really just cutting deep, huh? Uh, they, well, they want some real technical knowledge here. They don't just want two guys this, blabbering on about uh, nothing. Two guys, one brain. They're going to hate know. tonight. So, <laughs> No, we got some good stuff. We have an unboxing. We do. We do. Yeah. We have an unboxing coming up. But thanks for Thanks, Tony. Thanks for getting uh, Patrick to say yes. And then thanks to Patrick 
Stewart, who uh, actually they were really good on Twitter this week as we promoted the show. We put things out there. Uh, next week, show 400. I got Zadler lined up. I haven't talked to him in a couple weeks, so I need to. I will do that this weekend. And uh, Christian, I hope, will join us again. His work has been pretty nuts. Of course, John and Christian were my co-hosts uh, way back to episode one of Home Gadget Geeks. Really weird to think we called it Home Tech in those days. It was Home Tech, I think, for the first hundred. And uh, when Dave McCabe came up with the Geeks Network, I changed it over to Home Gadget Geeks to kind of match that branding. And then, of course, we didn't really do much with the Geeks Network. Um, well, we did some fun stuff for a year or two. That's I mean, how I found kinda, you, Jim. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. And then, of course, that's uh, today. If you go to thegeeksnetwork.com, I think that'll take you over to reset.fm. Uh, but we've been doing this for 10 years coming up in December, Mike. That's kind of hard for me to believe that. I think, is that, would that be 10, 400? Is it 10 or we're in 2019, right? I think I started this in 09. I don't think it was 2010. Maybe it was 2010. Maybe we're coming up on nine years. You know, it's been too long when you don't remember. You can't even remember how your show is going. Well, if you're listening today, we appreciate um, you guys listening. We did have Patrick Stewart uh, on from Hubitat last week. I, during the show, I went back and forth on, do I buy one or don't I? I actually put it in the, um, Put it in the cart, took it out. Put it in the cart, took it out. A couple times while we were talking, ah, do I really need to spend $90 on this, you know, on this thing? Now, pretty good deal. I think they are normally $150. By the way, Hubitat, H-U-B-I-T-A-T dot com. Uh, Home Gadget Geeks 398. If you want to hear the full, it was a long play last week, Mike. We we went a full by the way, Mike, thank you for staying around. Like you had a lot of crazy stuff going on. You're out on the patio. You had a lot of family there. Thanks for, thanks for staying with us. I love those that. long play nights. Those, those are some of my favorite, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, if anyone knows I was distracted, I had a lot of family around. They're all waving to me from inside. They're looking at me, making funny faces. Uh, so <laughs> that was yeah. that was the entertaining part. Yeah, well, it was getting did... darker. Did you notice that? I, w- no, I went back was. and watched, and by the end, it's it's almost like black. <laughs> It, it got dark fast while you're out there. Well, yeah. Same thing. We had Edward on, I don't know, six months ago, Edward Weniger. And he was out on his deck smoking a cigar, actually, while we were on the show. And uh, it, you could see it just getting darker and darker and darker as you go, which is a really cool. I mean, the fact that it worked um, was really super cool. Yeah. But thanks for thanks for making that work. I thought we'd do a little unboxing of this thing. So, so I picked one up this week. I thought, well, what the heck? Let's get this thing done. So there you go. Shouldn't let me grab the. And, you know, um, they talked about how light this and how small this is. And this is not a terribly large, you know, when you think about. I was about, just going to say that. The size of that box. Yeah. It no. Dies. And I think I think there's just three pieces to it when we when we get in there. So that just. Weight-wise, even in the box, what do you think? Really sleep, light? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 This is, there's almost nothing to this thing. Uh, and, and so open that up. You get, you know, your typical paperwork that nobody that we won't read because we just don't do that and there <laughs> that's it is. not what we do here hold on. That. hold on okay like okay. this thing this thing pretty similar in in weight right you know it's it's a pretty light there it is right there put that, Way put that small back. i was thinking yeah really just power there we go power and ethernet on that side and then inside, this probably weighs more than the unit itself. A little power plug for that. I love what these guys are doing with that. Charging cable. Ethernet cable. Literally nothing else. 
that's that's all folks right in that i love that like i love the easy it's not a lot of complicated stuff in there um i wanted to i, I didn't take it out and then rebox it so it could be reboxed i i literally just opened it tonight we're not going to do a setup on the show um just because that's awkward and weird and and such it's got a kind of a cool little bottom there look that's the that must be for the vent to to let what little heat this thing does create um, out of there, Model C5. I probably shouldn't have shown that because it probably had a password or something. I <laughs> probably should. Now I can't use it because somebody's going to steal my password. No, it's all local. Isn't that the point? Oh, that's true. That's true. Isn't that great? Yeah. yeah. There you go. No. Like everything yeah. we talked about last week. There you go. We did. Don't have to worry about yeah. it. Don't have to. Well, yeah, don't have to worry about VPN. But <laughs> um, <laughs> we uh, there it is. And uh, I want to thank again, Patrick, for coming on. We'll get this fired up. Uh, Mike, the reason I wanted to do it is because I have a lot of disparate uh, home automation devices. I buy, you know, I buy on the show. This is one yeah. of the things I do. I get excited about something. I bought a lot of things while we've been talking about them on the show, including some, um, some, some gear, some webcams or some cams for the garage. Uh, I got a rot I've got a D-Link kind of one of those that's you know rotates, you know, it's watching for things that are going on. None of this stuff works with anything else in my house. And I thought, you know, right. I need I need something. I also have this. This you should probably come and watch the video, by the way, if you're on the audio. I also have this fire tablet device, right? Amazon Fire kind of thing. It's got a web browser. That was the on super it. deal one a few weeks ago, right? Yeah, it's like, like 50 15 bucks. or 50. Yeah. Well, like no, no, no. Cheap. No, no, you're right. I got this one for $15. $15, yeah. Yeah, on a Woot deal or something, something like, like that. that. It's pretty sad when you can't remember your <laughs> you can't remember your deals. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, this was 50. No, it was 15. Um so my thought was use the web browser on here. Right? This will be the control. Yeah. Get this thing set up. Pretty awesome. So over the next week or so, we'll we'll get that. We You'll have to give us updates as you go over yeah, the next yeah. few weeks. Yeah, no, right on. I think I'll drop it in the home automation section. Do we have one of those? In, yes, we uh, do. Okay, we have a, which one? Let's see. We have uh, hardware, smart home. smart home. All right, we have go. general, we have smart home, hardware, home networking, gaming, Unraid, of course, yep. online deals. That's Kevin's. That's just for Kevin Schoonover, right? That's out there. Barbecue. Why wouldn't we? Right. Crypto post show is out there. EDC, your favorite topic. You're My still, you're topic. still grinding on that thing for sure. And then we just added fitness. Let me, let me talk about fitness really quick, by the way. Thanks Habitat. And uh, we'll, we'll continue to do some work on that. Appreciate. Uh, and I did pay for it. So it's not one of those kinds of things where they sent it to me. Um, I really don't like to do those. I know some guys do. I'd rather buy it if I can. And so they were running such a great deal. I could still be, I don't know. Let's just check that deal. Habitat.com. If I click buy now, I have a sneaking suspicion that it's still going to be $89. Let's look. It's still $89. Hey, so. there we go. So for your live listeners, and if you catch this early enough, who knows if it'll stick around this weekend? Yeah, no. So you want to go out. Uh, yeah, who knows how long it'll stay. Great price. Picked up on it. Love to have you guys. Um, love to have you guys uh, give us your feedback on it. If you need something like that, that's why we do these things. We do it for you. So Discord group, theaverageguy.tv slash Discord. This week, I'm trying to remember who broke that news. I think it was Tim, Tim W., as it goes in uh, in the Discord group, and said, hey, I've come across this thing called StrideKick, which is pretty cool. A fitness community app 
uh, available uh, that takes any of the devices. So Mike and I have the watches, yep. but you could do this, is the Apple watch, you could do a, a Garmin, you could do a Fitbit, you could do, what else do you think? What you else? You could even use that? Apple health app with, with just the phone because your iPhone will try its best to track your steps as well. It's not going to be super accurate, but still at least gets you in there. So you can do that as well. Uh, but they did have a few others and I can't remember. Yeah, there's a bunch. It's basically yeah. most of them. Let's just be honest. It's most it's of the them. main ones, right? Yeah, it's the main yeah. ones that are out there. And, you know, we've been struggling a little bit to kind of for steps in the community and some of those kinds of things. And so um, this stride kick community, we've kicked off in Discord. I will move it over to the Facebook group as well. So there's a link that's over there. And then, of course, it's in the show notes. So if you want to go out and follow me, that might be the best way to do it as we kick off. From time to time, I will kick off these these challenges that we'll do. And so it seems to be the answer. And it's, by the way, completely free at this point. They make their money off of getting corporations to pay to do corporate events like this, like build corporate networks to encourage that kind of well-being inside the corporate space. So free for us. It would be awesome. We've already, Tim, thanks for your, I think uh, I think he initially found that and started a group. He invited a bunch of friends to it. It got super popular and busy. And then we started a new one couple days later, uh, that's just called Home Gadget Geeks. And, uh, and a bunch of people jumped in it. And uh, there's been some great discussion going on around it. So if you want to join us, head out to theaverageguy.tv slash HGG1, I'm sorry, 399 for the show notes. I should probably make this. I tell you what, I'll make it a little bit later. Theaverageguy.tv slash stridekick will get you to my profile. Follow me and then I'll get you included in the group. There you so, go. Mike, any thoughts on that? So I just had the list of of supported devices, yeah, obviously the ones we covered, Fitbit, Apple Watch, Apple Health app, which they say covers Polar, Pebble, Xiaomi, and more. The just the Apple iPhone, um, Android phone, Garmin, Wii Things, Misfit, and then you can also just do manual entries. So if you had one of the old school, remember those little heart shaped uh, trackers you clip to your hip when you were doing like jump rope for heart, and you'd have a little, it would click. You could actually shake it, and it would click, and you get your you know, do it that way. Yeah. And then you're in your steps in because it is all it's step based. Yep. No caloric counter, nothing like that. It's just pure steps. Yep. And did you say Google fit in that list? Um, I, no, I but on the Android version, fit. I think it's showing me only based on my okay. iPhone. Okay. Right yeah. on. So but it does use the Android phone as well. Joe in the chat room is saying uh, Google fit as well. We'll get you. So if you want to join us in there, we'll try not to spam it. I probably won't do it every single week, but if you guys want to start your own, but it's a good way to get all these different devices in here. And so if you want to mess with it, uh, head out to the average guy.tv slash stride, S T R I D E K I C K stride kick. I'll get that created after the show or it'll be in the show notes or whatever. We'd love to have you. It's in the discord group as well. If you check under the fitness section and we'll throw some things out there, Mike, I, I kind of like the app. I mean, the app experience. I really do too. Yeah. The app experience by itself. Um, is pretty good. I moved it into my health folder. I made it number one in the health folder. It's, I think it's actually better than the fitness app or for the, what do they call it on the iPhone? What it, What's the app? Health app? Activity. Yeah, I guess it is activity. Like this syncs, it seemingly syncs better 
with with the steps. It just seemed a little to me. It just seemed to sink a little faster with the steps. Yeah, I'm just my. I mean, for me personally, I'm not a huge step person. Right. Only because, like, for my workout, I go into a high intensity interval. I may not get many steps in, but I am in the red heart zone the whole time. So I'm burning a ton of calories in an hour. So for me, the activity does a really good job since it's doing the heart rate as well it actually does a really good job of tracking how many calories and what I'm doing during those type of workouts. So it just depends on totally what you're looking for. Uh, but it's, it's a super fun way to interact with all the different devices. It's exactly what we were looking for. Yeah. We no. did set a high goal though. I will say that, uh, it's a 10,000 step goal. So the way the competition works, it's how many days did you match the goal? And so far I'm at zero because <laughs> apparently I don't get to 10,000. I have one. Do you have one? You I got have, one. I do have one. Yeah. I've been kind of lazy the last couple of days. So we've got, uh, Tajoski is killing it. Oh yeah. Uh, he's totaled 56,000 and a half steps, averaging 14,000. Other Jim is averaging 9,000. Uh, Jim, the host Collison, uh, 7,900. That Tim, 7,000, I'm only averaging 5,900, not good. Uh, so yeah, it's been, it's been fun. Yeah. No, get in true. there with us. I don't know if there's a limit to how many people can join. Do you? I don't think there is. Okay. So no. cool. It's perfect. Because they're trying to do big corporations and stuff. Right. So I imagine they're not, uh, they're not putting any limits on it, but uh, no, super cool. Uh, I'm at 5,260 steps today. There's no chance that's going to be any more than that at this point. I'm pretty much hanging it up for the night. So this will be a bad day. Last two have been super busy. Listen, yeah. no judgment on these things. This is one of these kind of things where you look at it and you kind of go, well, you know, okay, there will be weeks when I have some good weeks and some weeks when I don't. Oh, yeah. And uh, definitely, it's just, it's just one of those good things to kind of help, help you uh, kind of stay in the rhythm. So if you want to. Hannah and I got hooked know. on a new Amazon show, which has made me stay up too late, which means I have missed workout the last three mornings. So, <sighs> you know, sometimes you just have those days. It's what it's what happens. Uh, Tony was saying in the chat room or uh, that he had uh, he'd had a few flaky devices on his habitat. I think we talked about that in the show a little bit. Not sure if it's the device or the hub to blame. It's a brand new device, so we'll be trying these things out. Uh, Nathaniel said he ordered a habitat and it shipped, and the Amazon package arrived empty. Sent an email to their support, and they shipped a replacement right away. No hassle at all. It would probably look something like this. <laughs> like, oh, what happened? And, you know, I wonder how often with Amazon that happens, Mike. What do you think? It probably happens more than you know of somebody at getting lifted somewhere along the way, don't the you think? Actually, more often. So I have never, I order a ton from Amazon. I've never had something come empty. I have had extra things in my box that I've, I mean, didn't even. Really? Not even related. Okay. Not even, I, had a, I had an order of plastic plates one time. Literally in a box full of technology stuff. I don't know how it got in there, but yeah, uh, yeah there it was. Well, too many, too many Guinnesses on the night shift. That's how yeah, it got right. It. <laughs> the robots, right? It's all robots now. All the robots. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you gotta, oh, you gotta kind of wonder. Uh, Nathaniel says, "Yep, that's exactly right. The just like the empty envelope that is there." Yeah, I kind of wonder. You know, uh, Paul Brown has been pinging me on Twitter about. We talked when last time he was on the show. We talked about different. I think we talked about this on the show. Different packaging or or devices. That's not really the right word, but things you would put on your porch to put let Amazon or whoever put the boxes in. So they they make these units right. They're plastic. They got a lid on them. You can. It's basically just a really good looking garbage can. Is what yeah. it is. And you you know you instruct your the delivery person 
to put the box in the box. One, you don't know if it's empty or full. Two, you better have a camera on it. And three, it keeps it out of the rain. It's kind of a nice thing. About 75 bucks. If you get a lot of packages, Mike, I don't know that. You, what, you just haven't put it on your porch? Is your porch covered, I assume? So you do you worry I, about Yeah, it? my door goes in a little bit. So usually they'll set it right inside. And it's, it's enough. And the way my house faces, it must be a common, you know, the wind is going the opposite way. So usually it stays pretty dry. Okay. Yeah. Just, well, you're going to, you, you've been doing some Shopify. And so is that, tell me how that's working and, and is there something new with that? No. So j- this is just, this is nothing new. And so a lot of our listeners will probably know about this trend. So I, I, I hesitate to call it a trend um, mm-hmm. because it's been going on for years, but there is a, uh, if you are into starting up e-commerce stores, um, there is now kind of the battle. Do you do a Shopify drop shipping store? Or do you do Amazon FBA? So Amazon FBA is fulfilled by Amazon. And Jim, this has just been fascinating to me, what you can do nowadays and how the internet has changed the business. So for those of you who don't know what a Shopify dropshipping store is, essentially all you do, so anyone can go in and you know you get a domain, go to Shopify, create an account. You go and you pick products from AliExpress so the Alibaba, the Chinese um, marketplace, they're usually super cheap. You then import those into your store on your website. And obviously yours looks amazing. Your website looks like a really you know, polished you know, website. It looks great. You do really good marketing. You pick really high quality pictures. You import it, which the import of a product, when you find something on AliExpress, takes 30 seconds to have that on your store. You mark it up by two, four, five, 10 times, 20 times the price and you sell it. The orders, when they go to your Shopify account, so Shopify is its own platform. So if I were to go to your website, um, I would be browsing. I might not even know it's a Shopify store. I check out on your website. Then you on the back end, all you do is you get all these orders that come in, you hit fulfill, 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 fulfill. It creates the order from AliExpress and AliExpress ships, ships it to them. So you don't have any product. You don't pay for anything until you get an order comes in. So, you know, you don't have to put up any money because I'm not ordering products from AliExpress until the order actually comes in for it. And that just to me, I guess maybe I just missed the boat, Jim. I've been living under a rock. I didn't know that this was even a thing. Um, It's just shocking to me. And people are making really good money because essentially what you are providing is the marketing for these companies that just sell these really cheap items because you will run Facebook ads, Instagram ads, you'll post to, you know, you'll get influencers to talk about your one product. There's all sorts of things. Uh, So I started going through Instagram ads of things that I thought were really cool that I had been clicking on for years and buying. They're all Shopify stores. Uh, I then went and searched the item on AliExpress. Sure enough, it's there. It was $1.25. They were charging $19.99. And, wow. and, and, and people and are, can you buy it directly at the dollar 25? Sure. If you, if yeah. you know, okay. Yeah. Okay. That, that is the great. So it's, it is literally now it is a, it is a uh, marketing technique of impulse buying on Instagram. You yeah. see it. Oh, cool. Facebook, Click the link or Facebook, or right? Facebook right? Yeah. Click it. Yeah. Um, and you don't, you, you know, I'm not going to go through the process. I have to create an AliExpress account. I have to go to an AliExpress. Just most people I think have a, you know, it's Chinese. Is it really going to come? Is it real? If it's on a really fresh looking website and they choose the best pictures of the product, because all the express gives you like 50 to choose from, they're usually pretty good. Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, it takes 10 seconds to set up. I, I was, Jim, it's just baffling to me. So this all compares to 
Amazon FBA. So fulfilled by Amazon, which same sort of e-commerce site where Amazon handles all the fulfillment, but it's different in the fact that you have to go get product, pay for the product, have it shipped to an Amazon warehouse. And then from that point forward, it's all taken care of. So the different business model is you have to put up a lot of money up front. Hopefully your product actually does end up selling because you've paid for it. You've had it shipped there. But the benefit though of Amazon FBA is you have the Amazon search engine. You don't have to go out and create your own website. You don't have to go out and be a marketing guru. You don't have to go out and pay money for Facebook ads and all this stuff. It might help for Amazon product, but you have the Amazon search engine and there's a lot of different ways and people are already on Amazon. Whereas people are not coming to jimsbaitandtackleshop.com to look for their fishing pole. They're already going to go to amazon.com and look for it. So there's just different, it's kind of what game do you want to play? But it was just baffling to me that you could get into this, you could sell product without ever touching a product, without ever having putting any money down. If it doesn't work out for you, just close the website. You've lost $13 for the domain and you've lost, uh, it's a two-week trial for Shopify and then you pay $30 a month for the account. So it, I had never heard of this. It was a rabbit hole I got down on YouTube one day. I'm like, this is a thing? Are you kidding me? Like That's this is funny. actually... And then it was just interesting to me as I watched my Instagram and Facebook feeds. And sure enough, you go to them because it's really easy to recognize now if you know what you're looking for, a Shopify store uh, website. But they look just like any other website. And uh, yeah, so just that was intriguing to me how the internet has changed Mm -hmm. the business model. But what it made me think of was, so if if I was looking to do one of these stores, um, price, the price you see on the internet is now, you really can't trust it. Because a lot of people equate price with quality and someone is just arbitrarily choosing to say, okay, I got this literally for a dollar from AliExpress. How much markup do I want on this? Do I, right. you know, and some right. people have the mindset of, okay, I'll only go up to five. If it costs me a dollar, I'll go up to $5. So it's still really cheap and people impulse buy cheap. Okay, great. And some people are on the mindset of, well, I'm not going to get many eyeballs on my website. So I'm going to take this $1 and charge $40 mm-hmm. and make it seem more, high quality. And then they might be disappointed when they get it, but I don't care. I've already got their money. There's all these, and it's just, it's almost a, it would be a very interesting social experiment. Um, but I don't know what it's doing to the overall, you know, e-commerce industry to our products. Like no wonder we can't get nice, you know, products. We can't have nice things. We can't have nice things anymore. Right. (laughs) You don't have things that last you buy them cheap. You get through because this is where we're buying our stuff. Uh, they, the one, the funniest, you know, stat I saw while I was researching this was they said you would be shocked at the amount of products that are purchased within 45 seconds of seeing it on a social media platform while someone is going to the restroom. Yeah. Yeah. Someone is going to the restroom, they're scrolling the feed, they get it, they click and they buy it within 45 seconds of even seeing it. They don't care. Um, Women's apparel does really well. Gadgets do really well. Uh, Just anything small that can ship really easily. A lot of, you know, because people are saying that's, you know, it's easy to ship yeah. just so this whole thing is just very interesting, but I think it has a very big effect on, on a lot of different aspects of our lives that we don't even think about. I saw on Facebook, I saw one of those RFID wallets, you know, that you, that you, I think we talked about this last week, this wallet where it's kind of a hard shell case and it opens up and you can put cards that, yeah. you know, on one side, non RFID cards on one side, RFID in you know, a kind of a clean way of, and and I don't know if I'd want to put a piece of metal kind of thing in my pocket type deal, but I almost bought it. It was twenty bucks, and that's kind of the price point where you kind of go, oh, "That's twenty bucks." Yeah. Like, okay, I'll give it a, 
I'll give it a shot for 20 bucks. Guaranteed. Yeah. It was like, a, you know, two bucks, five how bucks. Do, how do they handle returns? Do they come back? Yeah. To so you Tony had or? a few good questions. He said returns and then shipping. So returns do come back to you if you accept returns. You know, this is just like any store. You could say no returns. Mm-hmm. Easy as that, right? Mm-hmm. You might have some mad, mad customers, but a lot of these people are not going, you know, it depends on your business model. Do you want return customers? Are you, because some of these people only sell one item and they sell that one item for months. They don't need a return customer. They need quantity. They don't care. So no returns. Some people, it's a full store full of products. I mean, all different stuff. They need that returning customer. So they take returns. A return would go back to the seller. So if I had a Shopify shop, that return's coming to me and I got to decide what to do. Uh, So usually those shippers, if they do, if they are taking returns, they just take a hit on it. Send the money back. They get a product back. They probably just toss it in the trash. For right? a buck. Not yeah. going to do anything. Um, and then shipping is the exact same as if you bought it directly from AliExpress. Because essentially, the the behind the scenes of this is the order comes into Shopify, which alerts the owner. The owner then has a widget that essentially sends him to AliExpress and he places an order. It fills in the order for him. It kind of automates it. But it's just like you going to AliExpress. He's just doing it with your address in there. And it's being shipped to you. So there's no savings here. That's the interesting part is all these people could just go to AliExpress if, on their own and get it for whatever the actual cost was. Um, the shipping, again, if you are using AliExpress, which is 99% of these Shopify stores, drop shipping doesn't have to tie to AliExpress. That's just what 99% of people are doing because people have built uh, apps, widgets that tie into AliExpress to make it super simple. So it's going to take you about 12 to 15 days to receive those items. Okay. At its mm-hmm. earliest. And that's if you use ePacket from China. So again, I went down this rabbit hole of just like, this is so intriguing to me. And it's, it's almost like a, you know, a human psychology study. Yeah. Well, there's, there is a, I mean, there is a lot to be said about price points. Yeah. And when people go to buy things, if they're too cheap, like they'll be like, uh, I don't know if I want the absolute cheapest thing. Change right? that price and they might get it. Yeah. You know, so I go to get a cable. You know, I go to buy, uh, you know, a um, type C cable and I'm like, well, okay. So I get on Amazon, it's $2.99. Man, how long is that thing going to last? So then you go $7.99. Okay. Well, that's pretty good. And then you go $21.99. Well, I don't need premium. So you end up landing in the middle, right? You're kind of, all right. Right. $7.99, $8.99, whatever. Good enough. Well, that cable was probably not that far off the cheap cable. In fact, it might be the same cable. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because there's people who will only buy the absolute cheapest thing. There's just people like that. They're No matter what you do, they're always going to buy the absolute cheapest. Then there are people like me a little bit. I'm not going to pay the most, but I'm not going to do the cheap. I'm always going to go somewhere in between. Sometimes those cables or whatever are exactly the same. Yeah. I know I'm getting, you know, I know. And I, I'm sure this happens on Amazon. I listen, I'm sure Amazon does this. Like I'm I'm pretty sure Amazon sells the same thing at different price points. Oh, um yes, yeah. they definitely do. Um and even the FBA sellers are doing the same exact thing. Uh the one main way to get into be um an FBA seller is you go to Alibaba, not AliExpress. Alibaba has it's pretty much a a manufacturer database where you can find manufacturers that will make your product and they can make very specific items. You're going there. And I mean, if you're willing to buy in bulk, especially you can get these things for super, super cheap and then sell them through Amazon and go through there. Now here, I'm going to put this disclaimer out there. I have told you all about this. So you don't have to look it up for yourself because here's the issue. Once you Google it, 
oh, your Facebook feed will be full of the guys who want to sell you a webinar on how to be the best Shopify seller ever. I have ruined my Facebook and I have ruined my YouTube suggestions. So do not go out and search. Don't even type in the word dropshipping. Don't type in the word Amazon FBA because I don't know why, but now it's ruined. Every single ad in Facebook is some guy saying, stop, you want to make a million dollars a year selling stuff on Shopify? I got the answer. And it's every single post now. So I saved you guys. If you guys have any questions, just hit me up on Twitter and I will, I'll save you the, uh, the Facebook ad inundation you'll get. There was another whole kind of, and these aren't scams. Like these are, these are kind of legit in some ways, but there was this arbitrage that was going on where, where people would go out and find sales on where they were clearancing shoes or clothes or things. Right. And they would check like the prices on eBay versus what they were selling them for locally. And then they would go in and buy them up and they, they might buy thousands of dollars worth of shoes. And the videos I saw, the guys were literally putting them on eBay as they were buying them. So they would go to the store. It might go to a mark. This is, you know, some of these discount stores like uh, Marshall's or dress for less, or some of these stores that are, they're not quite top of the line and they have these steeply discounted when they do, discount they steeply discounted and they were they as they were packing up this one guy like bought 25 pairs of these shoes and as he was putting them in his car you could hear his phone dinging he's like oh i just sold one i just sold another one i just sold another you don't know how much of that's true right but it is um there's this this weird retail space where they're using ebay and arbitrage right the difference between what they're being sold locally for and they're not paying more for shipping. They're tagging shipping onto this. Um, I guess it's one way of clearing. I mean, that's kind of the, in in my mind, those are the scavengers of retail, right? They're the, yep. they're the ones going in, cleaning up all the garbage that's out there. It's got to get sold somehow. But, you know, and I always think I'm always skeptical of selling things that way. We've talked about this. You're way better at selling things than I am. I'm just not good at selling stuff. But there's folks who get that done and they they're using this technology to make it happen. This is one way. Um, to get it done. Selling it on Amazon is another. I see those deals and I immediately go to Amazon. I don't, that's just Mike. I see them on I'm Facebook. I'm the same way. Same exact way. I go right to Amazon and kind of yep. go, well, what's it on Amazon? You know, let's see what, what these things, these $20 items are probably $16 on Amazon or whatever. Right. Yeah. And I think what you're hitting on is like, you know, your, your behavior of you're kind of learn to see that you're a little bit skeptical, go to Amazon Every single one of, because I do see all the ads for the webinars, it's interesting. None of them are how to actually set up the store. None of them are how to run the business, how to place orders. That is like a a monkey could do that at this point, right? It's they are, they're expecting that it is literally each one of them has their own stance, has their own secret formula for manipulating the most sales out of people, which that actually, I probably make my ad situation worse because I actually watch a few of them just to see what their strategy is. And it's, you know, some, and it's just like what I've described, right? Do you set a higher price? What time of day do you market? Okay. Do you set a, a countdown timer? Does having does scarcity sell in these situations? Does scarcity not sell? Well, it might work for some sort of products, but not others. Maybe scarcity doesn't. Maybe scarcity doesn't work on a sixty-year-old woman, but on a twenty-two-year-old ADD every college girl that might work really well. It's, it, it is extremely interesting to me 
I think I might've missed my niche of marketing and sociology and all that stuff because I just find it so intriguing because it's a constant game you can play and there's no, there's no one answer. There's no winner. It's, it's what's going to work and what works right now won't work tomorrow. So it, it was just so intriguing. I, mean, I had to bring it up with this group because I know it's a lot of people here, obviously with a technology angle, um, but then just the whole other side, the marketing, it's, it's very intriguing. Yeah, I was so good. I bought hard drives for $150 and then sold them for 100. That was so <laughs> so awesome, Mike. Like I'm so You're going good the opposite way. Oh, oh shoot. Wait a minute. Hold <laughs> on. 50 150 no, 100. Ah. Anyways, that's why I'm not Anyways. good at math. That's why I'm not good at math. Uh Tajoski says uh he did that with clearance prepaid cell phones. Like again, if you can find a retail outlet that is just getting rid of these things and they're piecemeal, you know, you can pick them up for pennies, sell yep. them, you know, put them on eBay, uh, sell them for a little bit more. Um, he said, bought some for seven, sold them for as much as $50 on eBay. There's again, those that's scavenging. I, I think that's this a scavenger type in retail 100%. for retail. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And some people have gone not the AliExpress way, but still. So drop shipping. The definition of drop shipping is you, as the retailer, don't touch the product. You sell something to a customer, but then that order goes straight to the supplier. Supplier ships it straight to the customer, so it never hits the retailer. Um, so there are actually people who do really cool st- styles of drop shipping, where they have found, let's say, an American-made pocket knife maker who does a really cool handcrafted wooden handle, everything, but that. That knife maker doesn't knows nothing about marketing, knows nothing about sales, doesn't want to worry about that. So they can they find these niche little guys who do stuff who make a product that they could sell for a hundred bucks and they'll do drop shipping. So they'll create the website, they will get all the sales, they'll garnish the marketing, but the order goes straight to the knife maker. All he does is put it in an envelope and ships it off. Same sort of concept. So it's not just the cheap products off AliExpress. I mean, drop shipping can be done with with many different um markets and with different styles that just takes a lot more work i gotta go find a knife maker i gotta worry about him shipping i can't just click 30 seconds so it you know the easy man's version is aliexpress yeah it um kevin says he looked at reviewing some chinese tablets uh but it was selling them through shopify but the return issues and the warranty scared him off yeah i that's again you easy to sell tough to service right on, on some of these yeah if especially if you're a nice guy right? We don't want to see someone get something and it breaks and, and they are stuck with empty product. That that hurts. Um, you need to kind of have the skin of, hmm, well, sorry, you know? Yeah. So, and and that's hard. I think that's that's probably a big barrier to entry for those type of devices. Now, selling leggings or lipstick or, you know, a bracelet, you might not have as big of an issue. Yeah. Well, and if you're doing a lot of it, returns are just a small part. The, the problem, if it's a onesie, twosies, Boy, the returns can take any profit that you made out of it. Completely. Right? Yeah. You got to kind of do high volume if you're going to handle returns. Tony says fees are getting ridiculous for higher price items on eBay. Um, that is true. He said, yeah. Uh, Joe says, uh, yeah, 10% of what uh, of, of what I've been selling. So, yeah, some of these, you know, sites like eBay, they are charging full price to sell your items, right? That's why, Mike, some of the things you've sold, you've used Facebook, the Facebook Marketplace. Facebook Marketplace. It's the best. That's why yeah. I go to now. Yeah. I sold one on Amazon and I was like, or on Facebook or 
eBay. And I was like, man, why did I go back to eBay? I couldn't find anyone locally who wanted this specific server. It sold instantly on eBay. Um, and Kevin brings up a good point with the tech side. He says, you know, a lot of the knowledgeable users when you're selling tech know that they can go to AliExpress or Alibaba or somewhere else and, and get it for a cheaper price. It really just, it's not, I don't think it's meant for high price tech. I don't think that's a good market for it for all the reasons that they've talked about. Warranties, breakage, knowledgeable users. You're going more for the unbranded leggings that people, <laughs> there's no brand on it. A lot of this stuff is unbranded. They don't know where they can get it. So they don't know what price it should be. Um, and then you're, these people are not going to go search all the different websites and find it. Kind of reminds me of, in, you were kind of young during this, but we went through a whole outlet mall craze. I don't know, 20 years ago here in the United States where everything was moving to the outlet malls, you know, and, and those were, you know, at first they were deals. They were, they were first run products that, that couldn't get sold or they were return, not, not necessarily returns, but they couldn't sell manufacturing issues with them, whatever you could get them at an outlet mall. And it was 40, 50% off. Right. Then the retailers got smart and they were like, hey, what if we just produced really cheap clothing that looks just like our branded stuff yeah. and sell it in the outlet mall at a profit? Like not, they were losing before. These outlets were ways of them of just, again, scavenging the retail space. Um, it didn't take long before people started realizing like, yeah, the outlet mall, mm, like it's just cheaper clothing. What's really, really interesting. So the, the Nebraska crossings here. Okay. I was the, just going to ask. So is it, okay, cause tell me now, is it still that model? Cause I love Nebraska no, crossing. No, okay. it's gone. They, okay. they chose that place down. Okay. And now it's a mall for the most part. It's kind of an outlet mall, but not the way, like they have a Bose outlet there. Right. It sells but they it. They run really good deals. They do. They do. I go out there because we go to the Gap outlet and like Brooks Brothers for nice dress clothes. I've got both of those are my favorite out there. And man, I, I, I kind of clean shop when I go out there. And I don't yeah. know. I think it's maybe second now, run clothing. It's second run clothing for sure. Yeah. What do you mean by second run? Like it, the it's, it's not the it's the it's, same product, but it was the ones that had defects, right? No, and oftentimes it's made with cheaper material. Oh, interesting. Made, it is. Yeah, they actually have whole manufacturing runs that are just done for their outlet stores now. So gotcha. they run. See, that's what I was wondering. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. Some of those clothes, even second run, is pretty nice. Yeah. Like, they work well for me. You know, you're like, okay, this is good. It's just not, you know, um, Adidas or Nike. They're making second runs of their stuff using a little inferior quality of the way it's made. And sometimes it's the seconds, it's the stuff that's, you know, it's got a defect or whatever that shows up in there as well. But oftentimes these outlet, these makers, which is really super smart have gone to just making, or for a while, they were just making things out of the factory, super cheap, getting them from China or whatever. Yeah. They just weren't, they weren't as high of quality. So they could, they could, you know, they could charge 40% off and still make a nice profit on them. And, and America. Mainly because they're making a crazy profit off their first run. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But first run's expensive, right? Retail space is expensive. Paying people to sell, it's expensive, right? All those things are super expensive. So, um, Anyways, it was just funny how they responded to that. They're like, hey, these outlet malls, this is pretty good. Let's yeah. make cheap clothing just for them, right? Yep. And all of a sudden, there was an explosion of clothing and some of those kinds of things. And you'd go and look at it, and you'd be like, well, it was kind of like buying in Korea. You know, you'd be like, well, it kind of looks like the original. Yeah. But, um, you know, as in the Army in the 80s, you could go to Korea and get anything, any style of anything made for you, custom to fit you that looked just like the original 
for a third of the price. Like it was ridiculous what you could buy in Korea. And, um, and so anyways, that, that craze kind of kicked on, but this is the, back to the point. We'll come back around for, for Why are you guys talking? This is a tech show. Why are you guys talking about clothing? Cause we want to. Okay. Um, <laughs> right. Cause we want to, right. Yeah. So, um, but full circle, right. I mean, it is one of those, this is a new kind of arbitrage or in this case, Alibaba or AliExpress, yeah. be, they become the supplier, right? And who the spoils go to those who can market on social the most. Yeah. This is, it's one of those kinds of things where you're kind of thinking like, hey, if I can, maybe I can make a buck or two. Yep. I think you really got to be committed to the channel, though. If you're going to do it, it's not a onesie twosie. I think you got to really kind of like, hey, I'm going to sell a bunch of these things yeah. until they're gone. And then I'm going to sell something different. And, you know. Well, that's a great part. I talked to someone who actually did it. And they've, I mean, they're not going crazy, but they're making an extra thousand dollars a month. Yeah. Um, and they, they're like, dude, if it doesn't sell, I switch it. I just take it from the shop. And like, I didn't pay any money to put that on my store. Right. So like if right. one thing's not working, you switch it out and something else works. Yeah. Um, apparently the, the goal is to find a niche, find a, like you have to f- really drill down. You cannot just open up the general store. Um, so yeah, just, just super intriguing. Something I want to bring up, but, uh, and, uh, if you guys, want to talk about it more, we can move that over to Discord if anyone's yeah, intrigued. Put it in the Discord group. Dave McCabe and I, not Dave McCabe, Dave Jackson and I, last Saturday on Ask the Podcast Coach, we're talking about this company called Knox, K-N-O-X, and they make this blatant ripoff of these ATR 2100s. And we've kind of wondered if it was actually Audio-Technica rebranding as Knox. And then, so oh, I, went to, I went to the Knox, you go to Amazon and you put in Knox, and they make things, they don't just make microphones. They also make things that are like a sound equipment called coolers. <laughs> like, what's this? And then they've got some, like, nothing they make seems to match. You know, okay. it's kind of, they have like coolers and then like tents and, you know, these, all these just disparate items. And then as you're talking about this, I'm like, oh, oh they're totally an Amazon FBA. Yeah. They built a brand. They had one item that did really well. And then, because when you do the difference, Amazon FBA, you go to Alibaba, you actually are working with the manufacturer. You are meeting with them, telling them what you want them to make. You're not taking something that's already made. You are getting it. You are making it. So you can brand it. You can white label it, right? Put your brand on there. And sometimes they're already making them unbranded and they'll slap your label there on there for you. It's totally, that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah. And it looks just like these mics. I mean, yep. just like it. And they sell some arms, some like, like we have here, you know, mic arms. Yeah. And man, they look a lot like newer arms, but they're Knox branded. And they have some, they have some coolers that look like Yeti coolers, but they're, you know, like, and it wasn't yeah. Yeti, but just, you know, fill in the off brand. Yeti's not going to do that to their Arctic, brand. They're right. too expensive. But the yeah. Walmart version. Right, right. The yeah. Arctic. You're like, oh, that looks like something I sell in Walmart. Like, how are they? Ma-? So, you know, you're totally right. That is their, this is a company that's now super, I mean, they're, doing a lot of things on, on Amazon. And that's the way, that is the way to become successful. So most of these people, their story is start on Shopify and AliExpress because it takes no income to get in. Right. Find a good product. Then you have money to put in, right? Then you've built up a lot of cash. Go invest that because then you have to buy the product. And the, really the end goal is to be Amazon FBA with your own brand, okay. right? Build that brand loyalty so you can go across all those different. So that is kind of the progression of wow. most people. If you're not coming into this with money, if you have money to spend, you could go into Amazon FBA right away and, and 
people say it's kind of hard to lose their stuff sells on Amazon. You might not make a killing, but you might make your money back at least. Yeah, that's more like retail. FBA is more like retail, right? It's completely. Yes. hundred percent. It's, it's the classic model that we all think of, right? You're not trying to fool people. You're just no. selling products. You're buying them wholesale. You're buying them, right? On a resale and you're yeah. putting your own brand name on them. Yep. Right? Whatever. Yep. And you've spent money on it. So if you don't sell it, you lose. Yeah. In Shopify, AliExpress, you could, you, yeah. you don't sell it. You're fine. Right so, well, um, I am interested in a product, but it has nothing to do with any of this. It's actually. Are you being... buying it off AliExpress? No, <laughs> no, I'm not. And I don't know if I would buy this on AliExpress, but um, we've been looking at Sarah has been asking me for months now. He's like, maybe I should get a laptop. And so she said, could you look out for a laptop for me? And so I don't. I said yes, but I really haven't been looking. Let's just be honest. Like, I don't know if I want to like I have enough computer equipment around here. Um, but recently, so there's been a lot of great deals over at the Microsoft store. So I headed over there the other day. I got some kind of email from them and they're currently running a Dell GS or I'm sorry, a Dell G3 15 inch gaming laptop, right? Um, link is going to be in the show notes. If you want to go out and take a look about it, it's in the store. It's a hundred bucks off 699, which is pretty great for a laptop core. I five 15.6 inch full HD display. 8 gig of memory, which is super important. Like you don't want to do anything less than 8 gig on Windows at this yeah. point. You know, one terabyte hard drive. So, you know, pretty nice little laptop. Would do what she would do 700 bucks to kind of get this done. It's been sitting, that tab has been sitting open and I keep refreshing it, hoping it'll say sold out kind of deal. Uh, I just got my daughter's college bill for the summer and I, I now I have a little bit less money. So now you can close the tab. <laughs> well, I, I haven't. She's sitting right on the other side of the wall. So I got to be careful here, but I haven't, I haven't told her about this yet, but I don't know. What do you think? 15 inch core I five, eight gig of memory, terabyte hard drive. It's a spinner, not SSD. I was just going to say, first thing I would do is swap out for the spinner or for a SSD. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, I think you would have to. Yeah. I think you'd pretty much have to. Okay. Cause what is she used to now? SSD. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The core I five desktop she's on now is lightning. It you would have spent $700 on something that she would complain about because she'd be like, this is slower. Why did you spend $700 on something that's slower? Okay, right? so another 100 bucks, okay. uh, one uh, terabyte SSD. Yeah, you want one terabyte go for it. Uh, I think this is great, though. From what you've told me she does, what generation i5 is this? It is i5 300H. Okay. Yeah, which is a mobile. Yeah, still um, great, though. It's got yeah. the SD card reader. Um, I don't no. know if it's important to you guys, but I always no. like that. no. Not, yeah, this not, thing checks all the boxes for me. I kind of is a nice little deal, right? I mean, one of those. And 15 inches is, I think, a, a good size for a laptop. Yeah. I don't think, I don't like much bigger than 15 inches. Some people do. If it's your main machine, great. Um, I mean, we're not comparing screen sizes. Any screen size you have is okay. I'm just saying. Yeah, well, <laughs> no judgment know, here. No judgment. <laughs> I'm just saying. Work with what you got. No. <laughs> um, 15 inches, I think, is great. Because you got the for you guys, you watch a lot of your content still on the TV. We do. We this do. is for a college student. No, well, this is very for, different. Yeah, right? she would take this to work from from time to time. She needs one at work, and at time to time, okay, she would use one here. I mean, I would set up. A little, this isn't going to be what I'm saying is it's not like a college student where this is then their this is their not their TV because a lot of college students all they have is their laptop. And that's what they watch Netflix on and everything. So a 15 inch laptop for her, I think that'd be perfect. 
And seven hundred dollars is a pretty good price point for their app. No, I think so. I hate how they call it a gaming laptop, though. That's kind of a stretch. Well, maybe it's I mean, got it some, a ten fifty Ti, but that's not. It could not have some in, integrated uh, video graphics on the board. That that's why they're calling it. I, well, no, it's I, got a full GTX ten fifty Ti. Oh, does it? Yeah. yeah, I guess I should look at the tech specs here. That would be. Oh yeah, there you go. Nvidia GeForce GTX ten fifty Ti with four gig of GDR five. Would give me more than enough for what she does. It's gonna be great. Yeah. yeah Jim's like, is this gonna be my laptop or hers? <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe I'll just give her the surface and yeah. I'll take I'll take this one. I don't need another, I don't need another computer. Um that would be yeah. So I don't know. Your thoughts on that, Mike. I appreciate you giving me some feedback on it. I will probably have a chat with her. We just spent the evening, so I came home, she made dinner. I was we were having dinner as I was getting prepared for tonight. And we were talking about, we want to do some things to the house here. We talked about maybe replacing the driveway. We've got some bathroom work to do. I got the bill for my daughter, which is 1800 bucks for summer school. Yikes, girl. You're killing me. <laughs> going to pay cash for that one. Let's just yeah. get that out of the way. Just not put that on the, uh, on the old student loan. I probably could, but, um, so. Do student loan for daycare? Is that a thing? <laughs> God, no kidding. Expensive. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. $6.99 Microsoft store. We put the link. I don't make anything off of it off this link, by the way. It's not an Alibaba store that I'm selling this through, but uh, off the, uh, I'll get some points. I will get some points for it. By the way, I've, I've got enough points now on my Microsoft reward points. You know, I've been, I've been working on the, I don't want to say I'm gaming the system, but I kind of am for the Bing rewards are now called Microsoft rewards. And I paid for a full year. I mentioned that in a couple shows ago that I paid for a full year of uh, live uh, gold. And I'm to the point now I can get three months of a game pass for free too. And there they you go. They don't do the game pass in any more uh, iterations than the three months. So it's, I don't know, 17,000 points or something. I have 19,000 now. It's actually 19,000 easy to get. Um, so if you're an Xbox enthusiast and you're currently paying for those things, I think I it's going to, I think it's, <laughs> dude, 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 I'm paying for both live yeah. and game. I, Cause I love game pass. It's 15 bucks a month. So it's not like it's that much. Like I probably waste more than $15 goofing around with it, but it's super fun to kind of game the system that way and, and see what I can do. Um, that's available as well. Well, I have to, I have to talk to her about her this weekend. Maybe I'll talk about it this weekend and say, I don't know. Do you still need the laptop? It means I, we're going to, we got some furniture we need to buy and some other stuff. So we'll have to get that kind of figured out. Yeah. Mike, three or four weeks ago, we talked about the new Samsung Galaxy Fold. We At the time, it was brand new. We kind of wondered if it was going to have issues. They had Samsung had said, like, hey, this, no, we tested this thing like 200,000 times or something. It's going to be fine. Maybe not. No. Uh, so definitely not. I think a lot of people saw the news come out. I don't think any of us were surprised. Yeah. We saw the news that this got into the hands of reviewers. So not to the general public yet, but it did. They sent it out to reviewers and it was pretty funny, Jim. All, almost all of the main reviewers had issues with their phone for some reason or another. So MKBHD, he's one of my favorites. He's a YouTube reviewer. If you haven't followed him, big tech guy, he was reviewing. And what happened to him was the phone comes with what looks like and what is essentially a screen protector. And on the note, you peel that protector off. We're so used to this, right? You get a new phone. It's got some sort of plastic that you peel off. 
The note comes with one. So Marquez plus, I cannot remember who else had this happen to them. Another reviewer had the same exact issue. They peeled it off and the screen went dead. And essentially that was a vital part of the screen that you are not supposed to remove. In the versions that the reviewers got, there was no warning not to take it off. Samsung said that they have changed that and they are now shipping with a sticker that says do not remove. And I'm like, okay, that's still not going to help. And apparently it looks very rushed to shipment because it looks like a screen protector you're supposed to take off. It shouldn't look like that if it's if it's something that's vital to the screen that makes it literally turn off and stop working if you take it off. So that was one of the issues. So having a screen protector that you cannot remove and that looks like it should remove. Then other reporters were saying that their screens just simply stopped working for different reasons. Some people had at the hinge where it was going, there was something that was getting into that hinge. So whatever it was, debris, apart from inside the phone, they're still not sure, ended working up its way and pushing up on the screen and ended up poking through, actually poking through the screen and breaking the screen that way. Other people had bulges and breaks and all the stuff in the screen. So the bendable screen, while cool, uh, apparently in this first round. And what's funny to me is that when you have this many reviewers that had an issue, like how many reviewers actually got it and put out content? I saw way more negative reviews than I did positive reviews about the device. So I'm not sure what they're going to fix, if anything. But Jim, this is not a cheap phone. This is a $1,900 phone. You're dropping two grand on a phone and all of these initial reviewers are having trouble with it. Now, everyone knew that this phone, though, at that price point, not everyone's rushing out to get this phone. This is the this is the enthusiast. This is someone who wants that latest and greatest thing. And other reviews of the phone were positive in general, right? It is nice. A lot of people are like, hey, when you fold this thing out, it's kind of cool. Uh, but a lot of people were complaining about the fact that you either open it up, and it's a two-handed device at that point. It's no longer a one-handed scroll device. You close it and you still do have a screen on the front that you can use in the closed position where it's one hand, but they said that screen is so small and really so skinny. It's tall, but it's really skinny. It's not really usable. So they said this is essentially, if you're, if you're doing anything more than a phone call or a very simple text, it's a two-handed device, which is interesting. Um, so, so just mixed reviews, I think, depends on what you would want. But obviously, uh, this is you know Samsung being the first to kind of venture out into this. Huawei is coming out with one, I believe, at the end of July is when they're shipping their device. And then we'll see kind of where we go if this ends up taking off or if this turns into like 3D TVs where it just doesn't go anywhere. Let's, let's ask the chat room really quick. Foldable phone, you guys interested? Now, okay, hold on. Don't, don't answer yet. Stop. Stop typing. Tajoski, stop typing. I know he is. He's already typing. Stop it. Okay, wait a second. I want to qualify this. So we've heard about some problems. So I'm not interested in like, will it work? Let's just yeah. say it does for a second. Let's say a foldable phone doesn't have problems. Is that a form factor you're interested in? Yes or no? Let's hear from the chat room. Let us know. What do you guys think? I, Mike, I, I'm not and I'm the guy who I loved in the old days, the flip phone that would, you know, the screen would slide up and it had a keyboard underneath. Yeah, like like, Palm Pre. yeah the Palm Pre. I had a Samsung Galaxy S4, I think, that had the slider bit on it. Last of the keyboards. Like nobody, you can't get a keyboard on a phone anymore for the most part. You still probably can find one or two. But for the most part, nobody's doing that anymore. I love those. But um this foldable screen, I kind of think like you, like, no, I'm picking up my phone. I'm doing this thing one-handed in some cases, and I'm not opening it like a book to do. I don't know. I, you're, you, what about you, Mike? I, it's intriguing to you at all? 
No, because every time I see this, it's it's not that intriguing to me, mainly because I have an iPad that I carry around too, and I still find myself just the phone. The iPhone 10 for me is the perfect size. I don't anything bigger. I've held the next model up uh, with the new one that Apple just came out with. And wow, Apple fanboy here. Can't think of the name of it. Um, <laughs> XR? Uh, no, the XR is the smaller one. The okay. XS Plus. That's what it is. XS plus. Remember to stop because I got a question on that, but keep going. Right. We'll do. So that's, so the, the 10 for me is the perfect size. And for me, what I'm waiting for Jim is for when screens are not even an issue because op, uh, augmented reality, AR becomes something that I always have my glasses and I can have whatever size screen I want. I'm looking to the real world and I just pop up any size screen. I don't need an actual device in my hand. And that is what I'm using. And I'm going to make a prediction here, Jim, that we are not far off from that being a reality. From all of us having some sort of augmented reality device that we have on all the time. Now, Google Glass was obviously the first, they tried, right? And they were really early. Something like that, though, or we had a device where it's always right in front of us. So I'm kind of waiting for that. But no, the iPhone 10 is the perfect size for me. Okay. Yeah, in chat room, uh, Joe says, uh, maybe. Uh, Don says not interested in a foldable size phone requires one or two steps to see my screen. That's true. Yeah. Joe says, uh, if that's a screen that was acceptable, then you folded it out to a larger device. Okay. Kind of. Tony says kind of, but not ready for prime time and too expensive. Okay. That wasn't really the question, but no, I don't understand. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, no, those are all, those are all super valid. Right. And, and I think uh, Joe has a good point. If the first screen was accessible, or I think, I don't know, maybe I'm reading into this, but if that screen without folding it out was a little bit bigger and actually edge to edge, if I had a 10, that was a 10 and it was skinny enough that maybe it would fold out. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that is pretty cool. Cause maybe then I do always pretty much use it in iPhone 10 mode. I'm just going to call it that. And then in certain circumstances, I flip it out. Some guy said the biggest use case for the fold was actually, they would pop up maps and they had a full screen, almost GPS in their car that was way bigger than their phone. And and there's yeah. maps. Well, that's what you get today in a navigation device in your car. You would right. get a 16 by 9 size screen, right? That that you would get a little more real estate than just your phone. Now you can turn your phone this way. <laughs> I mean, this is a pretty big, this is a pretty big screen going this way. I don't know if I need it folded, right? right. Uh, type deal. So um, good. Thanks, chat room. Thanks for kind of responding back to that. I think I think that's trying to solve a problem that maybe doesn't exist. You know, I don't think anybody's clamoring for foldable. I think in China they are. Okay. So in a market where your mobile phone is your computer, in a market where you don't have, you literally don't have the space over there to have all these different devices. These people do want their mobile phone. That is why, that is why the note took off first there, right? The note didn't take off well in the United States at first. If y'all remember the note was kind of a, people came around to it and that kind of sparked this bigger screen era in the United States. But in China, those sort of markets, they were huge. So I think in those markets, these sort of devices will do very well. And who knows? Maybe we'll see the delayed reaction again from the United States and some of the other countries of the world where we see them over there. They've had it for a while. Like, eh, okay, that is kind of cool. And the great part about that is, you know, you get these iterations of it where the people who really want it and need it get it first. And at, and they, they put up with some of the... Um, pitfalls of the device, right? If the manufacturing defects, the things they haven't fully thought through. And then as the other parts of the world who maybe weren't as interested, once that device gets a little more polished, then it maybe becomes a little bit more attractive. Okay. Yeah, I think you're right. 
I think you're right. That's maybe they'll they'll lead on that, and and you know our use case here in the United States is not always the same. Yeah, and uh, and they may lead on that. All right, so good stuff. Well, I don't think anybody in the community. I'd love to hear from you if you listen to me. You listen to us, and you picked up one of these foldable phones. Can oh, you get them in the U.S.? Jump in the Discord and send a picture just so I can see it. That'd be pretty yeah, cool. Can you could you get those in the U.S.? Were they sold here? Uh, I don't think they've been released yet, okay. or they just were, because these were just in the hands of the reviewers at first. Okay. And I'm not saying we are uh, U.S. only either, so we'd love to see a picture. I'm sure many have not. I think it's a good um, it's a good litmus test of are we ready or what what kind of market it's going to be. And right. uh, it'd be interesting to see where it goes. I told you so. My lease came up on my iPhone 8, uh, 8 Plus. And uh, so Sprint reminded me, hey, you signed up for a deal where you can turn it in now. And I, I think I'm at the one year, something like that. Turn that in now. We'll basically just pick up a new lease. That's yeah. basically what you do. Uh, or I could pay it off. They're $200 to pay off at this point. I own it free and clear at that point. Not a bad deal. Or make $200 with the lease payments for the next six months. And it's paid off. It basically is the same whether I put $200 down now or I pay 33 bucks a month, whatever. Yeah, it's the so same. At the, so what they do, what Sprint does, you're at the 18 month mark. Yes, yes. Right, and then yeah. you can finish out to 24 to the full two year, pay out the remainder. But I think it's a little bit more for your last six months because they've been discounting it for the first 18. Right? Isn't it a little bit more of a balloon payment? No, actually, for me, it's well, no, it's I, I, it's it's what I would have been paying. Yes, it is a little bit more. Okay. It is a little yeah. bit more because they've been subsidizing. Yep, uh, a little bit of it. Um. So I've got some options, right? I've got that, the iPhone XR, which is smaller. I don't want to do That's that. That's the one I have been suggesting to everyone, though. Really? Yes. Smaller, though, right? smaller than the Plus? Uh, I think it's the same size as the 10. So, okay. no. So my, well, I can't remember on the, I can always, I always get these mixed up. So you and I, if we held our phone together, I think yours would be taller, but screen real estate, because the 10 goes, you know, edge to edge, there's no bezel on the bottom and top. I think it ends up being about the same. Okay. So I've got uh, the XR option. I could go the XS Max, which is the big one, right? That's a that's a thousand dollar. That's an eleven hundred dollar phone, right? Big gigantic forty five dollar monthly payment uh, or at least payment associated with that. Just for reference, that's fifteen dollars more than the XR. Uh, that's available. Or I've got some LG options. I got the LG uh, Eight Thin Q. I've got a Galaxy S10 Plus that's also in the $1,000 price range. So you throw know, away your Apple Watch, right? No, right. Right on. Yeah, <laughs> You're in no. the ecosystem. You're tied in. <laughs> you are one Thanks. of us. One of us. <laughs> this is like prison, and I tried to get out. And yeah, you were yeah, like, I tried to get out of the gang. I'm like, no, I'm done. I'm out of the gang. And then as soon as I said I was out of the gang, you're like, um, actually – you can never leave. I was like, actually, look at your tattoo, man. Yeah, the tattoo. You can't get rid of us. That's so great. So really, right, if I want to stay in the ecosystem and I don't want to break my watch for the most part, I'm making that decision between the XR and the XS Max, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Are those the two? Is that kind of where I'm at today? The XR, the XS, and the XS Max. There's three. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, um, I made the decision already. I'm going to make the payments for six months and be done and keep okay. the phone. That has worked. This phone has been really good for me. Battery is as strong today as it was 18 months ago when I bought it. I know they're not supposed to be that way. I know I was supposed to take this thing in and get a new battery or whatever, but it has been freaking dynamite. Again, 
as strong today as it was 18 months ago. You can't say that about many phones. It's just been a good phone. I like it. I think I'm just going to pay it off. It'll pay off in December, make the monthly payments. And uh, it's the same price, whether I pay it off now or pay it off over six installments, yeah. which just kind of makes sense. Did you notice your battery power improved when you got the watch? Obviously, because you maybe you do all your glances. You're not constantly waking up your phone. And maybe because whenever I woke up my phone just to check something, I would open it and end up doing something. Scroll Facebook for a second. And now, since I see it on my watch, I'm good. I got yeah. the notification. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Nothing more. You might be right. And now, since I'm sleeping with it, uh, that sounds really sick. But I, <laughs> now that I'm sleeping with it, um, at night when I wake up, cause they never sleep anymore and I want to know what time it is. Cause I want to know how much longer I have to lay in bed before I get up <laughs> awake. Just a sick reminder. Um, I, I can look just a quick tap or I just turn it and can kind of look and I'm not having to grab my phone, pick it up. Cause you're right. You pick it up and then you're like, Oh, Hey, there's notifications on this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I should answer that Facebook thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You might be right. You that might- helped me. My right. 10 is the same thing. My battery is great on my 10. Yeah. For that reason. Yeah. No, it's it's rock solid. I my daughter and I are both on the same plan. I also set hers to just pay off. She has told me her next phone is a Google Pixel. And uh, but she's not ready yet. I've told her her next phone is on her. <laughs> so yeah. I'm paying eighteen hundred dollars for her college. She can buy her own phone. So um, she'll probably stretch that phone just as long as she possibly can to make it work. Then she'll move over, and I don't know how we'll do it. Sarah's on a Pixel now, and so she has the Google plan. She loves that phone. Man, she's on that phone all the time. And she that actually, she pays. That comes out of her checking account. I don't even know how much it costs. It's 30 bucks a month or whatever. I, she never complains about it, so... I think that like Sammy's going to move over to that. I'm going to stay. I'm going to run this thing till it breaks. And then yeah. we'll see what comes. I don't know. Good, good, bad decision, Mike. What do you think? I think it's a great decision. Cause then you have the phone at the end, right? They want you to trade in these leases. Cause then you don't get any value for it. Yeah. But it's it. You've paid, you're paying for this phone month after month. And you, it's like, you know, it's like a lease of a car, right? That's why they call it a lease. You don't have any value at the end. Whereas though that phone is still valuable. That'll be worth, even in six months, that will be worth something. 250, 300 yeah. bucks. On a trade-in on something or... Or just selling I'm, it outright on eBay would well, be even more. And I'm a big keep it till it's dust kind of guy. But and, then it doesn't well, true. But then you made up your value by not making any payments. Oh, right time. on, right on. It's just yeah. that's just the way my financial system works, and I and I like it that way. I drive things till they're dust. I use the phones till they're dust. I'm just not a big trade it in for the next greatest thing, yeah. Um, uh, kind of guy. So that's just what I'm most comfortable with. So, well, I we got a decision to make. Uh, no, I don't. I made that decision. Uh, actually, it's funny. I logged into Sprint. Thank God, man. They've gotten so much better on their website about the plans. They were like, Hey, these are your three options. No pressure. If you want to trade it in now, you can, we'll ship it to you. You just send your phone a good working order. We'll take care of it. I kind of just was like, yeah, just finish me up. So I set the six month. They had me agree. And uh, by December, they'd be paid for. So kind of, yeah, kind of it's April. The thing, the lease expires in June. That's when the first payment will come out. It'll be June through December. I mean, it was like, wow. Okay. The nice thing is it'll drop off and then I don't have to worry about, do, do I have to remember to do something? Yeah. Do I have to, you know, it's yours, stuff, right? right? Just outright. Never works.
works for me. Mike, we're at the end of our time. Anything else? We got stuff in the notes. We can come back around to it. But anything else you want to? you want to say or you want to cover and i've had a bunch of fun tonight i i love these episodes where we just get to kind of talk about different items and we always find a a fun topic to go down so no i'm good i i love just uh people on the discord so thank you guys you guys are so much fun i i'm always out there and it gives me a community to interact with so thank you for joining every single week jim we gain a decent amount of people so it's really fun seeing all you guys out here um in the Discord. What, so, what are we up to now in the Discord group? We are up to 32172. All right. Yeah, we get maybe 10, 10 a week. Love to have you join us too. If you haven't done that yet and you're driving, just make a mental note. I don't know, tell Siri or Google, hey Google, whatever. Uh, remind me to sign up for the averageguy.tv Discord. And yeah. this is the averageguy.tv slash Discord. Not hard to remember. Get out there and join us. Jump in. There's a bunch of groups. Uh, I've got a bunch of great admins. And if you want to, uh, if you want to add new groups or have some things talked about, the admins kind of um, say, "Hey, once we get a bunch of talk about something in the general section, if it gets to be too much, we'll just create a group and move it off to the side." Early in the show, I mentioned the different groups that we have, and so uh, those are available for you. If you want to head out the average slash discord we haven't forgotten about Facebook. We will eventually, though. I'll just be 100 percent honest. Um, we will probably drop Facebook at some point, but if you want to jump in the Facebook group, Kevin's still posting great deals out there and there's still conversation going. Um, and so if you want to join us in the Facebook group, facebook.com slash no, the average guy.tv slash Facebook is what gets you uh, there as well. Don't forget, you can join us and support the show. If you want to do it that way off Patreon, we have plans as little as $1. If you want to get it done that way, the average guy.tv slash Patreon will help you get that done. Don't forget the average guy.tv both web and media hosting powered by Maple Grove Partners get secure, reliable, high-speed hosting from people that you know and you trust. Of course, you know that's Christian. Uh, plans start as little as $10 a month for a really good hosting plan. If you need that, super great, super secure. MapleGrovePartners.com. Christian will take good care of you. He, take good, he takes good care of us. I can't believe how freaking fast this site is. I mean, he just, he, he takes great pride in making sure the average guy.tv is always primed and always up to speed. Never been hacked, never had a security issue. I just crossed my fingers. I should probably <laughs> shouldn't have said that live to anybody, but he does a great job uh, of getting it done as well. Don't forget, you can join us on the mobile app. Uh, head out to homegadgetgeeks.com and uh, you can get that uh, done there as well. Mike, last week, for the first week in a while, I didn't mention HelloFresh. And you would be surprised at the number of comments that I got from people about not mentioning HelloFresh. Not mentioning HelloFresh. <laughs> Yeah, not mentioning it. Actually, so we ran it. We ran long last week and ran a time. This the last two weeks, Sammy went back to school. She was home for spring break, and um, we ordered a bunch of you know the boxes just kept coming. And be hundred percent honest, we were pretty lazy. Like we were like, oh, let's just go out to eat. Like Buffalo Wild Wings is way better sometimes than making your own, right? Right. So they we had about. Well, it's not better. It's easier. <laughs> and, well. Yeah, yeah. Let me just say I love wings. And so I just love going out. And yet they don't have any wing packages inside HelloFresh. But um, so I actually stopped HelloFresh for the last two weeks. We got about five ahead. I had five sitting in the freezer. The fresh, because they're fresh, the fresh went not fresh in there. Like they sit in the bag. It's not magic, people. This is not, it's not magical. The vegetables go bad if you don't use them, right? And we didn't. 
and some of them went bad. Sarah just pulled them out, like made a note. Hey, hey, lady, lady A, put something, you know, put onions on the shopping list. Because that's really what you get fresh, right? You get onions or green onions or apples or, you know, some of those kinds of things you're going to use in the menu. And um, so she just told lady A, put them on the shopping list. She picked them up. We just made the meals. They were still there. There's lots of good stuff in them. The meat was in the freezer. Boom. We've uh, spent, I skipped super easy, no guilt. Like they don't send you like, Hey, you know, or yeah. Are you going to order again? We're kind of worried about you. Are you, are you getting skinny? You know, those kinds of things. You don't get those notes from HelloFresh, which is super great. And when you're ready, you just, you just, um, you know, uh, by default, they're on. So if you don't cancel them, if you don't skip them, they'll just keep coming. But we skipped two weeks in a row. Boom, we're back on it. I got a box coming this week. And uh, like I said, super awesome. So much so tonight as we are getting ready for this. Sarah on Thursday nights makes sure, usually I help, but Thursday nights, she likes to, because I'm trying to get things started here. She just she just gets the dinner done. And tonight she she went off script. So she took a HelloFresh recipe, totally modified it. We used, she made her own sauce and uh, we used the chicken. Oh, by the way, their chicken sausage is freaking amazing like their meat is generally pretty weak their chicken sausage is awesome i don't really? know where yeah i don't know where they're getting it from i need to find that out it so is so the vegetables good. and the fruit is where they shine um they're okay it's all just average just okay, to be honest right. like you're yeah. not getting you can go and get fresher you the recipes that yeah. make it it's convenient comes in a bag it's all yeah. ready to go like you know you don't have to think about it Right. That's the, that's the part. And it's not stellar, right? But it does save you from having to go out and just go shopping for some of those. So you had a head of your head. If you want to try this out, I got plenty, I have plenty of, like I give you a whole free week that I don't make anything. And if you want me to make something, I can send you a code where I'll make something like, I don't care. Just give it a try. Uh, send me an email, Jim at the average TV. Find me in the discord group. Find me on the Facebook group. Get me on Twitter at Jay Collison. I'll send you a uh, I'll send you a code and you can get it for free. We are live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern. We will do some crypto. So if you're listening live, some exciting things have gone on in the last week. It's been kind of fun. So I it, no, really, they have. I'm not I'm not just making that up. Some real, Mike, maybe you didn't even follow this. So this may be new to you. Yeah, you're looking at me like you know. I'm like, oh, all right. No, I know you're just hyping this. All right, oh, if it's no, no, true, no. Sure. no, stay around for the crypto. It won't be super long, but we will have crypto. We've missed the last couple of weeks, so uh, if you're listening live, stay around. We'll see you next week. Four hundred Zadler, uh, Christian, um, Uyghur, uh, me. We'll celebrate four hundred. Have a great show. We'll see you next week. But that was a goodbye. Everybody.